Hello and welcome to Firefighters from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Five bells, stand by all stations. Attention, all districts of five alarm fire. Five bells move in immediately. That's it. Let's go. Let's go. Firefighters! Presenting Firefighters, the true-to-life story of our unsung heroes who stand ready to ride by day or night against our most murderous enemy, the Demon of Fire! just a minute, we'll join Chief Cody and rookie fireman Tim Collins in the living room of the gloomy old Wilcox Mansion, where the two men are confronted with a situation even more serious than the fire in the attic, which is now under control. Earlier, Tim's younger brother and sister, Jimmy and Trudy, had been frightened by old Mrs. Wilcox's odd behavior and by the reputation the house has for being haunted. And now, it begins to look as though they had good reason. Well, we'll look in on them right after this message that you'll want to hear. Let's go, firefighters. Let's join our friends in the old mansion that Jimmy and Trudy Collins had been so glad to get out of a short time ago. Of course, they'd been pleased when Mrs. Wilcox gave them a rare old cup and saucer, an ancient snuff box she'd found in the attic. It looks as though the antique sale they planned to hold for the benefit of the junior firefighters was off to a good start. But then came the attic fire that had brought Chief Cody and rookie fireman Tim Collins to the scene. And now it begins to look as though bringing it under control was child's play compared with finding out how it started. As Chief Cody said impatiently to Mrs. Wilcox a moment ago... I'm sorry, Mrs. Wilcox, but fires just don't happen out of nowhere. Carelessness, accidents, sometimes said deliberately. Of course. That's it, Chief Cody. The fire started before I returned to the attic. Uh, You mean when my brother and sister were still here? Yes, Mr. Collins. I didn't see it till it blazed, but... Uh, What do you mean? They came here begging for something for their antique sale. Talking of fire, too, I might add. Well, that boy can't think of anything else. What are you getting at? That closet in the attic, it was set on fire. There's no other way. Somehow, just before they left... Those children set my house on fire. Oh, now, wait a minute, Mrs. Wilcox. I know my kid brother and sister better than that. You tell her, Tim. Gosh, we wouldn't do a thing like that. Of course we wouldn't. I think you'd better let Tim and me handle this, Trudy. But Mrs. Wilcox ought not to say a thing like that, Chief Cody. After all, Jimmy did for her. Did for me? Well, I like that. Who was it rummaged around my attic and found those things for your antique sales? You did, Mrs. Wilcox. It was swell of you to give us something, but... Jimmy... Why don't you take Trudy out and show her the pumper, the hook and ladder dresser? What? Well, is that an order, Chief? Yes, I guess we'd better put it that way, son. All right, sir. Come on, Trudy. I still don't think that's a very nice thing, Mrs. Wilcox. Trudy doesn't realize what a serious charge arson is, Mrs. Wilcox. But I think young Jimmy does. Do you? Yes. And I wouldn't have made it, Chief Cody, if there was any possible way that, that I could have caused this 
fire myself. Well, sometimes a person does something he's not aware of. Oh, Mr. Collins, now I know how you feel. They're your brother and sister. But I've always been terrified of fire. I'm, I'm extremely careful. Uh, not altogether, Mrs. Wilcox. If you were, this house wouldn't be cluttered from top to bottom with things you've accumulated over the years. Well, when a person has lived in one house for 78 years... I'm sorry, but in our business, we can't accept that as an excuse for creating a fire hazard. That's what Jimmy said. And I thought at the time his interest in fire was kind of unusual for a boy. Oh, not at all, Mrs. Wilcox. Jimmy's a junior firefighter. Fire prevention is a hobby of his. And if I don't miss my guess, he loves the excitement of a fire, the trucks and everything. Well, within reason, that's perfectly natural and understandable. Well, then, isn't it understandable that he might want to make that excitement sometimes? Oh, so that's what you're getting at. You mean, Mrs. Wilcox, that Jimmy Mr. might... Mr. Collins, you'll have to admit that your brother turned in that alarm awfully fast. Oh, but it's, it's the first thing he'd think of. It's a mite peculiar how fast he thought of sending his sister to call you fireman and getting back here before it had hardly started. That's what Trudy meant by his helping you, Mrs. Wilcox. How do you know what he did? Well, a fireman can size up the situation pretty quick, Mrs. Wilcox. Don't you think we noticed the attic door was closed, the skylight broken? Uh, that's another thing. He's destroying my property. I'm telling you here and now, if Jimmy hadn't known something about ventilation... That fire would have spread down into this house. Yes, ma'am, and you'd have had a real fire on your hands instead of just that corner of the attic. You're saying that he started this fire just to have a chance to practice what he's learned. No, good grief, Mrs. Wilcox. Now, take it easy, son, take it easy. We'll get to the bottom of this before the trucks roll back to their stations. Okay, sir, but... Well, it's not fair for Mrs. Wilcox to make a serious accusation against my kid brother and sister unless she actually saw something suspicious. Did you, Mrs. Wilcox? Why, no, but I didn't have my eye on them all the time. I was looking for something I could give them. Well, that at least was thoughtful of you. Well, but it's another possible reason for their doing what they did. Perhaps they were mad at me, thought I hadn't given them enough. I thought they seemed very grateful. Well, anyway, looking among my things stored up there, it brought back a lot of memories, Chief Cody. I didn't pay strict attention to what they did every moment. Well, frankly, I'm more interested in you and what you did with that lamp that you took up there. Well, I told you. I, I said it's down on the floor, outside the closet. Yes, but fairly near it, Mrs. Wilcox. Were there any clothes, anything inflammable, hanging directly above it? Oh, then, sakes, Chief Cody, I know that that lamp gives off heat. Yes, but, Mrs. Wilcox, you see, there's such a thing as invisible heat. And it would be mighty hot right above the glass chimney on your You lamp. can forget it, Mr. Collins. The lamp was away from everything. But when the children left, there was no sign of fire? No. Must have been smoldering then. Did you see any smoke from the closet when you said goodbye to them and came back to the attic? No. But all of a sudden, I, I heard a peculiar sound, like a, a sudden a puff it was. And when I looked around, the whole closet was ablaze. Hmm. Gee, I don't get it, Chief. There weren't any oily rags in there, nothing that could have caused spontaneous combustion. Now, there. I tell you, I wouldn't accuse your brother and sister if there was any possible way that my carelessness could have caused this. You believe me, Chief Cody. Now, we'll see. If you get another lamp, we'll all go up there. Jimmy and Trudy, too. We'll try to settle this once and for all. Meanwhile, Jimmy sits on the front steps of the old mansion. Trudy is beside him, trying to cheer him up. 
Don't you want to take me over to the trucks and show me how they pump water into the hose, Jimmy? No, I, I don't feel like it now, Trudy. Well, then tell me what that man is doing up on the ladder with the hose and that one on the roof, too. The one with the axe. I thought the fire was over. It is, but, well, gee whiz, it might have worked its way into the shingles. they got to make sure it can't break out again, and it... Hey, there's Tim now. Oh, Tim, did you find out how the fire started? Oh, sorry, kids, we didn't. Not yet, anyway. You know what Trudy says, Tim? She thinks a ghost said it. Oh, uh, well, we're all going up to the attic and find out. Oh, gosh, I, I don't want to go up there again. Well, I do. Because if there is a ghost, I bet you Chief Cody will find him. And if he does, he'll set him to polishing brass for the rest of his life. All right, girl. A moment later, Jimmy and Trudy stand timidly beside their brother in the gloomy cavern of the attic. The lamp in Mrs. Wilcox's hand makes a small island of light in the dark shadows and shows the blackened and charred closet yawning frighteningly before them. There, Chief Cody. Uh, here's the lamp I had up here before. There on the floor by the closet, right where it was. Well, it certainly doesn't look as though it was responsible, Mrs. Wilcox. Uh, Mrs. Wilcox says Jimmy and you were near the closet, Trudy. I... Don't doubt her word, but... she but... showed us all those funny old clothes and everything, Tim. We could have set a fire in there without her seeing it, maybe. Only we didn't, and it's crazy to think we'd do a dumb thing like that. I've got a hunch. Uh, whatever happened, it took place after you kids were gone, when Mrs. Wilcox was here alone. Although, in one sense, she wasn't alone. You, you mean the ghost? Well, not exactly, Trudy. Unless a lot of memories still live in this room. Are you insinuating I didn't know what I was doing, Chief? I'm saying straight out, I don't think you had your mind on what you were doing, Mrs. Wilcox. Well, that's nonsense. As a matter of fact, I didn't have time to do anything. It, it happened so suddenly. Then how did that window get open? Oh, that. Well, uh, it was so dusty and close in here. That's the first thing you did after saying goodbye to Trudy and Jimmy was to come back here and open it? Well, as I recall, why, yes. That's just what I did. You see? That's the answer I've been looking for. You mean you know now how the fire started, Chief? But I tell you, it started in the closet. I don't think you'd believe me, Mrs. Wilcox, if I explained what happened. I think it might be wiser to show you who set that fire. But we didn't do it, honest, Chief. I never for a minute believed you did, Jimmy. I didn't set it. I'll swear to that. Well, then, then it must have been the ghost. Oh, now, Trudy, you know better than that. Oh, but, Tim, this is a haunted house. Everybody says so. Oh, that's ridiculous, Trudy. You know that. I know, Tim. Trudy's closer than any of us to the truth. You couldn't say this fire was set by an actual person. And there wouldn't even have been a fire if this wasn't a haunted house. What in the world does a hard-headed old smoke eater like Chief Cody mean by a statement like that? Well, he said he'd show them. And we'll all know when you listen to the next exciting episode of The Firefighters. In a moment, Chief Bob Cody will tell you, boys and girls, how you can help the firefighters in your own town. But first, here's a message you ought to hear. Now, Chief Bob Cody with a special notice for the Firefighters Brigade. Chief Cody. Hello, boys and girls. This is Chief Cody with your special assignment. I hope you don't ever have reason to have to ring in a fire alarm. But in case you do... Stay by the box until the trucks come. That way you may save the firemen time and trouble. That way you'll be seeing your job to the finish by directing the firemen to the exact spot where they're needed. Well, that is all. Until next time, this is Chief Cody saying so long. Fire Chief Cody and the young rookie fireman Tim Collins will be back on the same station the next time you hear... That's it. Let's go!
Fighters is a copyrighted feature of William F. Holland Productions.